Today, I am very excited to share with you my experience about the power of prayer. Are you excited to listen to the word of the Lord today? Yes. Are you excited to hear the word of the, day, of the Lord today? Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I've been assigned and uh, requested, asked by Pastor Ren and Doksha about a sermon regarding prayer. And the first thing that came out to my mind is that, what is my prayer life? Because if I'm going to stand on the stage of the pulpit and deliver to you about the power of prayer, and my prayer life is weak, I will never be able to effectively deliver the word of the Lord. So I asked the Lord, God, am I worthy to deliver this message? But the Lord answered to me and said, prayer is not scheduled. Prayer is not necessarily unstoppable. But prayer is continuous in a sense that it recurs on a daily basis. When you do things and God is in your mind, when you do things and God is always at the forefront of your decision making, that is exactly what the Lord wants us to do. That is intimacy with God. That is why today I'm very excited to elaborate about prayer in an aspect that some of us might not be able or have not yet met or seen in the process of our service to the Lord. I'd like to open something different about prayer today and what has been the motive of the Lord why he encouraged the church to be prayerful. Are you ready? Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for your word today. I pray that your spirit will just move upon our hearts. Use me, Lord, as your servant, as your vessel, that you would be seen, not me, that your word, Father God, will be delivered, not my words, but your wisdom will be delivered so that this church will be edified, this church will be encouraged, and this church will move forward to the mission that you've given to each and every one of us today. We offer you, Lord, our lives, and we offer you our praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. I've entitled this sermon, Experience God Through Prayer. And as I was studying, I was led by the Lord to the verse in Colossians. If you have your Bible with me, would you join me? Can we all rise in respect to the word of the Lord, in reverence? And let us read it silently. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 to 6, it says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message so that he may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. In the preceding verse, it says, pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer 
everyone. And everyone say, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Palakpakan natin ang ating Panginoon. We may all be seated. Paul wrote this letter to Colossians after he received report from Epaphras about the church struggle in Colossae. The struggle is about Christological heresy. So may nagtuturo na si Jesus ay hindi Diyos, si Jesus ay tao lang, and so forth and so on. But Paul wasn't really able to visit Colossae because he was in prison. False teachers denying the Lordship of Christ. And one of his emphasis is, is covering themselves in prayer. When there are threats of heresy, the first line of defense is prayer. Not debate, not argument, prayer. That is what Paul is trying to say. First, to protect them from the heretical influences, and second, expand the spread of the gospel, proclaiming the kingship and lordship of Christ. We are so blessed because we have an intercessory group that prays for the church. Did you remember the first time that you went to the church, that you attended a worship service? It was because there was somebody who prayed for you. Ang bawat isa sa atin ay produkto ng panalangin. Kung hindi tayo ipinalangin ng isang tao na may concern sa atin at gusto tayong dalhin sa pana ng Diyos, wala tayo sa simbahan na ito. Amen. That is why as a pay, not necessarily pay, but a, that, that, an expression of gratefulness to the Lord because someone prayed for us, that is why we're here today. We are also encouraged to pray so that more souls can come before the feet of Christ. And that is where we are going to focus about prayer today. What is the purpose of prayer? What is Paul is telling us about prayer? Why do we need to pray? Jerry, a businessman, traveled with his friends of business people also. Suddenly, when the plane is about to crash or the plane has, has decompression problem, Sabi nung isang kasama niya na business person, sabi niya, Jerry, naalala ko, umaten ka ng Sunday school. Pwede bang ipag-pray mo kami? O ipag-pray mo tayo na hindi tayo mamatay sa crash ng eroplano? Tapos sumagot si Jerry. Sorry for the word, sabi niya, Baliw ka ba? 20 years na akong hindi nagpipray. So sabi naman ng, ng kaibigan niyang negosyante, sabi niya, kahit pa, magpray ka pa rin. Malay mo, maligtas tayo. And then Jerry replied, sabi niya, sige, magpipray na lang ako. Sabi niya, Lord, hindi kita ginambala ng 20 years. Kung ngayon, Panginoon, magla-landing kaming buo, hindi na rin kita uli gagambalain ng 20 years. You know, our thinking about prayer is that we only call the Lord if we are in need. Our thinking about prayer is that when we are in pain, when we are struggling, when we are in a lot of challenges, we call to the Lord. And that is a wrong notion and understanding about prayer. Because prayer is a lifeline that connects us to our Heavenly Father. Not just a religious duty, 
but an intimate conversation with God with a strong commitment that we remain steadfast, we remain unwavering, faithful, and grateful in prayer with watchfulness and vigilance as our discernment radar. That is why Paul was in prison, or why, while Paul was in prison, he encouraged the Thessalonian church to pray continually. Pray continually. Meaning pray at stated or unstated times. Kailangan mo man or hindi mo kailangan magpray, you pray. Amen. Always be willing and ready to pray. Not a continuous prayer, but a prayer that recurs regularly in a day. As David would say in Psalm 55, 17, Evening and morning and at noon I will pray, and I cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. There is no schedule while you're driving, you're praying. Nasa CR ka, nagpipray ka, hindi ka nanonood ng TikTok. Amen? Pagkagising mo, nagpipray ka. Pagkakain mo, nagpipray ka. Naglalaro ka ng badminton, nagpipray ka, na hindi ka tamaan ng bola. Grant Richison, in an article, said, Great people of God in the Bible persevered in their appointed times and non-appointed times of prayer. They never got out of communication with the throne of grace. They constantly had a sense of dependence to God. People who have succeeded, people who have been given the opportunity to serve the Lord, they have persevered through prayer. We will ne never be able to overcome the trials that we are facing on a daily basis, whether it is too heavy or not too heavy, unless we are founded and we are grounded in prayer, because that is our constant connectedness with Christ. When we depend on what we read, we read in, in, in Facebook, in an articles about how to sustain family, about how to sustain mental health or how to solve mental health, it's going to bring us to a certain direction where one day we will be confused. But if our connectedness before the Lord is constant because you are always talking to God, you are always conversing to the Lord, God is going to bring us to a certain place where we will tell ourselves, Salamat Panginoon sapagkat kasama mo ako sa bawat stage ng buhay ko. Prayer. Hardy Greenwood always said, Believe you've got it before you get it. Thank you, Lord, in advance. Pray on rainy days as well as sunny days. Pray on bad days when everything is going wrong for you as well. On days when everything is flowing smoothly. May problema o wala, nagpipray. Amen? Nag-i-intercede. Nag-i-intercede sa ating mga kapatid. Nag-i-intercede sa ating mga pastor. Nag-i-intercede sa ating nation. And so forth and so on. And that is going, that is what we're going to talk about in the succeeding slide. When I was reading about the doctrine of prayer, I was brought to a very good author, T.W. Hunt. And as I was read, reading his book, he simply said these following words. In Matthew 6:19, he said that there are five forms of prayer. First, adoration. Second, intercession. Third, petition. Fourth, repentance, and fifth, deliverance. The doctrine of prayer was focused on the passage of Matthew chapter 6, 
verse 9 to 13. This then, sabi nito, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That is adoration. Clear. Your kingdom come, that is intercession. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, those are our petition, our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, repentance, and deliver us from evil, one, that is deliverance. Is that the way we pray? Or diretso na tayo kaagad sa, Lord, kailangan ko kasi to. Diba? The way to pray is that you have to adore the Lord. You have to intercede for whoever it is or for whatever it is. You have to say your petition and you have to have a clear heart, a righteous heart. Because later on, we will talk about how does prayer relate to the nature of God. And to cap it off, Calvin defined prayer as a proof of believers' faith in God. Sabi ni John Calvin, the principal exercise which the children of God have is to pray. For in this way, they give a true proof of their faith. Kaano kalakas ang ating pananampalataya sa Panginoon ay nagre-reflect yan sa ating panalangin. Kung sa panalangin pa lang natin ay nagsishake na tayo, Panginoon, Takot na takot talaga ako. It's always okay to express our vulnerability before the Lord, but it's always good that we are founded in faith in God. And if that faith is already a gift, I don't understand why people does not have the strong faith in the Lord. Binigay na Faith has been a gift by the Lord. I really don't understand that when sorrows come, when problems come, we tend to shake, we tend to shatter. Tapos hindi na tayo umaaten ng ating DJ. Minsan hindi na tayo umaaten ng ating mga fellowship. Minsan ay na natin makipagkita sa ating mga kaibigan. Sa kanal ako pupunta ng church pastor kapag okay na ang lahat. Eh hindi umokay. Hindi ka na pupunta ng church. Amen. Tsaka na ako pupunta ng church, Pastor, kapag alam ko na na okay na ang pagkatao ko, yung righteous na talaga ako sa harapan ng Panginoon. We think that when we are doing our effort to become righteous before the Lord, it will change us and transform us. But the only power that can transform us is the only power of Jesus Christ who died on the cross of Calvary. Our life of prayer is the clear manifestation and reflection of our faith in God. How does our life prayer look like now? Faith is a gift that is a byproduct of the nature of God. And that faith relates or that prayer relates to the nature of God. Because the nature of God is always holy, compassionate, loving, righteous. And the product of that is our faith. Now the question there is that, how does prayer relate to the nature of God? Paano natin 
Paano tayo nananalangin na kinokonekta natin yung ating panalangin sa nature ng Panginoon? Because we always pray in, in, in a way that is based on our nature, is based on our needs, based on our requirement for that specific time. But the Lord is telling us in Colossians that our prayer should relate to the nature of God. And what are the nature of God? Prayer, and for that matter, all our thought life needs a shape. The shape of the mind of Christ, the most reflective tool we have for shaping our thoughts are the thoughts of God as they are revealed in the Bible. The nature of God is the thought of God. And the Lord is telling us we have to be Christ-minded so that our prayer becomes effective. Our prayers are ineffective because our relationship with the Lord is not that strong. Yung ating panalangin ay hindi nangyayari dahil ang ating relasyon sa Panginoon ay hindi naman matibay. Yung ating mind ay hindi mind ni Christ. And the Lord is telling us we have to have the mind of Christ so that we can pray in faith. In Matthew 6 chapter 9, Jesus taught us to begin our prayers with an affirmation of God's holiness. The nature of God. Sabi doon, hallowed be thy name. If we are not holy before the Lord, our prayers are ineffective. Are you with me? Second, in Isaiah 6.3, when Isaiah saw the vision of God in the temple, the, the seraphims cried out, Holy, holy are you, Lord. The whole earth is filled with your glory. They start with a prayer that tells the nature of God. You are holy, Lord. And because you are holy, I have to be holy. And, we are, and if we are in that state of holiness, the Lord hears our prayer. Walang blockage. When our hearts are right, when our minds are right, our prayers will be answered. Prayer requires the shaping of thoughts with the mind of Christ. In Daniel 9, chapter 7, Daniel knew he could not pray apart from God's righteousness. Sabi niya, righteousness belongs to the Lord. And the basic of that is our relationship, strong relationship with the Lord. If we forget that we are believers of Christ, then there is something wrong with our prayer attitude before the Lord. When our minds are shaped in Christ, He begins to fellowship with us. Second Chronicles 69, God is actively seeking fellowship with persons whose heart are like His. Prayer is fellowship. Prayer is conversation with the Lord. Prayers, prayer is like your discipleship group with the Lord. But God does not want to fellowship with people who has unrighteousness in their hearts. Can you still follow? Then he starts to listen. Psalm 116, 1-2 says, I love the Lord for He heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. So it's clear that our prayers will become effective if we understand or we correlate our prayer to the nature of the Lord. Holy, righteous, compassionate, 
Colossians 4 to it says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. The first point there is prayer must be a lifestyle. Such confidence of God hearing our prayer is a result of the intimate encounter and experience with God of His power and presence. And it can only happen when we understand what Paul was referring to when he wrote this letter to the church of Colossae. Lifestyle means routine, recurring, habit. Why are we urged to have a lifestyle of prayer, to devote ourselves to prayer? Being watchful guards us from the chaos and temptations of this ungodly world. Being thankful because God has brought us out of the sinful life. That is why we are in, reminded by Paul to pray not just for us, but for others who will hear the gospel of Christ. Given that prayer is related to God's nature, we now understand that God's natural desire is for the salvation of many. And we are to partake in that grand plan so we can bring more souls to the feet of Christ. Nakita niyo yung connection niya? Prayer relates to the nature of God and the nature of God is to the salvation of many. When we pray, it's still missional. The end result is still bringing more people to the feet of Christ. But God is telling us to devote ourselves to prayer because when we pray, while we are partaking to the mission of the Lord, God is honing and shaping us to be the person that we are while we are praying for other people to be brought to the feet of Christ. You are praying and you are being honed by the Lord because you have a good lifestyle of prayer, but the end result will, will remain to the expansion of the kingdom of God for the saving of many lives. As our thoughts are shaped to the very image of God's mind, we begin to experience intimacy of our relationship with God and thus understands more the deeper intention of God about His creation, the saving of many lives. When prayer becomes a lifestyle, our intentions and aspirations align or start to align with God's intentions. Because sometimes you think that we pray because we have needs. Sometimes you think we pray because I'm sick. But the end result of the prayer is that honing you as a person, but still bringing more people to the feet of Christ. Are you still with me? Yes. Praise the Lord. In a poll in U.S., through BeliefNet poll, 64% pray more, more than once a day. 56% pray for family members and 38% say most important purpose of prayer is intimacy with God. Prayer is continuous thanking God, says 67% of them. Imagine if the intention of prayer is for our personal needs only and we're not even building our intimacy with Christ, it reflects in our service before the Lord. Pag tinignan niyo yung survey, 38% lang ang nagsabi na ang purpose ng prayer nila is to start strengthening their intimacy with God. When prayer becomes a lifestyle, all you can say is thanking God and just updating Him about how you are so encouraged to wake every morning and knowing that His faithfulness and care envelop your, your days or your entire day's activity. 
Going to church, if your intimate relationship with God is founded and strong already, going to church will never be a burden anymore. You don't think about the traffic. Joining DJs would be such a joy for you. Amen. Ikaw na yung maghahanap. Wala akong DJs. Sino kayong pwede kong salian? Because your relationship with the Lord is very, very strong. Naalala niyo yung first love niyo? Di ba? Ako, nung nililigawan ko para si Sister Sheila, nag-aantay ako sa office niya ng mga apat na oras kasi nagtatrabaho siya sa isang audit firm eh. Tapos sasabihin niya sa akin, Han, lalabas ako ng mga 11 p.m.? Ako naman, siyempre 11 p.m. Ah, pupuntahan ko siya 11 p.m. Umabot ang alas 2, alas 3, alas 4, alas 5. Di magagalit ka, magsisisigaw na ako sa kotse. Naiinis na ako sa'yo. Ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Pagdating niya, dadating siya, galing sa baba. Tataas siya, bababa siya. Tapos, nakita, nung makita ko na siya, sasabihin ko siya, Han, kumusta ka? Pagod na pagod ka ba? Pero siyempre, plastic na yun. <laughs> Our first love should be like that. Our prayer life should be like that. That you are willing to wait. You are willing to 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 suffer the the I mean you're willing to sacrifice your patience. Okay lang sa akin matagal. Okay lang sa akin mag-spend ako ng oras. Okay lang ako mag-fellowship. Okay lang i-i-set aside ko yung ibang mga bagay sa oras ko because I wanted to spend more time with God. We start to eliminate excuses and alibis and refocus our priority in advancing the kingdom of God more than our personal desires and ambitions. As the song goes, as I lift my hands before you, I lay down all my ambitions. I just desire to be continually in thy presence, Lord. Let us devote ourselves to prayer and make it our lifestyle. Second point, prayer for our leaders. Hallelujah. The reason why people go to church is because they wanted to be fed with God's word. Amen? Be ministered, be prayed for, and of course, fellowship. Our church leader go to church, listen to this, oftentimes, if not always, is to feed people with God's word. Example in preparation sa cooking, ganun din ang ginagawa. Kapag sa restaurant, kakakain ka lang. But the leaders there, May preparation ka, anong spices gagawin mo? Kapag nagluluto ka, di ba? Anong spices, mamamaling ka, and so forth and so on. Very, very tiring and very, very taxing. And when we eat our food, we don't just eat raw meat or eat the fruit and vegetables without washing it. There is this preparation. Di ba? Pag ang pastor nagpipreach, nagpreprepare yan. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, and more than even months of preparation. Imagine the burden, pain, long hours of studying, not to mention the time to visit, encourage, pray, and minister the sheep. The task is enormous and seem to be non-stop. This is not a complaint. This is a reality every church leader is experiencing in their service to God. Does the church know that? major challenges of pastors. Number one, emotional and mental strain. Pastoral work can be emotionally and mentally demanding. 
dealing with the personal struggles and challenges of congregation, members providing counsel during difficult times, and carrying the weight of others' problem can take a toll on a pastor's emotional well-being. Number two, high expectations. Pastors often face unrealistic expectations from both the congregation and, to them, and from themselves. These expectations may involve being available 24 by 7, resolving all issues and maintaining a perfect personal life. Struggling to meet these expectations can lead to feelings of, of inadequacy and stress. Pastors and leaders alike. Conflict and criticism. Pastors are not immune to interpersonal conflicts within their congregation. Dealing with disagreements, criticism, and church politics can be draining and discouraging. Are you still with me? Palakpakan natin ating Panginoon. Hallelujah! We have to know this and I have to deliver it. Number four, loneliness and isolation. Pastoral leadership can be isolating. Pastor may find it challenging to build deep relationship within their congregation due to their leadership role. This isolation can lead to feelings of loneliness and a lack of support. Kayo mga asawa ng pastor, asawa ng mga leaders, mga anak, suportahan natin ang ating mga tatay na naglilingkod sa church. Workload and time demands. Pastors often work long hours, including weekends and evenings to fulfill their ministry responsibilities. This can lead to burnout and a lack of work-life balance. Na-witness ko po yan kasi sumali ako ng pastor's conver convergence. Maaawa ka talaga sa mga pastor natin sa regions. That's why we have to pray for our leaders, church. Tingnan nyo yung, yung mga prayer list kung nandun ba si Pastor Jojo, kung nandun ba si Pastor Leo, nandun ba si Pastor Tan. Kung nandun ba si Elder ganito, si Elder ganyan. Tingnan nyo yung prayer list. Kung gusto nyo, i-record nyo ang inyong prayer every night, every morning. At pakinggan nyo pa ulit-ulit kung anong prayer meron kayo. For sure, those prayers are all for you. For yourself because I'm like that also and I'm guilty of this number six financial strain ang daming trabaho konti lang kita that's why I've been telling if we want to build churches across the regions we have to be able to support pastors across the regions Minsan makikita ko sa Facebook, maawa ka sa isang pastor. Nakatayo siya sa isang palpito na yung gawa lang sa kahoy, tapos may dos por dos. Pag tingin mo sa background, mga nipa, light materials, nakakaawa. But they're doing that for the glory of God. They need our prayers. They need our support. They need our encouragement. Unrealistic church growth. Dapat maka 200 DG ka sa isang buwan na merong 60 kada isang DJ ang attendance. Spiritual doubts and crisis, the burden of providing spiritual guidance to others can sometimes lead pastors to experience doubts or spiritual crisis of their own, leaving them feeling uncertain and discouraged. Family strain, tatay, wala ka ng time sa akin, pero lagi kang nakikita na nag, na nag meeting sa church. Lagi kang nagdi-gigi, lagi kang merong marketplace, ministry, pero wala kang time sa akin. Iwasawa ganun din. 
Honey, hindi na tayo nakakapag-date. Na, di ba, Han? Di ba? <laughs> yung asawa na yung pagpasok pa sa pintuan, Honey, i-date mo naman ako? Hmm, ganun. Family strain. And last, itong pinakamatindi. Lack of appreciation. When was the last time you messaged your pastor asking them, Pastor, kumusta ka na po? Pastor, ano kinakain mo? Kasi may adobo kami ngayon eh. Baka gusto mo ng sabaw. Let's pray for our leaders. Can we appreciate our leaders? Palakpakan natin ang Panginoon sa buhay ng ating mga leaders. Yung malakas na palakpak na may kasasamang hiyan! Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In a research data by Barna, 75% of pastors experience burnout and fatigue. The longevity of a pastor is at average 3.6 years, according to Lifeway. And according to National Association of Evangelicals, 37% said ministry was hazardous to their family. Hindi madali ang maging pastor. But they're still here, standing in front of you, sharing the word of the Lord. Why? Because they love God and they love you. That is our role as a church. We devote ourselves to prayers, prayer as a lifestyle, and we pray for our leaders. It is essential for churches and congregations to be aware of these challenges and actively support their pastors and leaders, providing opportunities for rest, counseling, peer support, and realistic expectations can help pastors navigate these difficulties and continue their ministry with renewed passion and dedication. Eh, mukha namang okay si pastor eh. Di ba ganun? Naalala ko dati may isang church member na, kasi parang lakas-lakas mo naman, pastor. Kaya hindi ka na namin kinukumusta. Abay, sumagot pa. <laughs> Alam nga namang mag-project si pastor na laging pagod, di ba? Pagod na pagod na ako talaga. Hindi <laughs> man pwede. Kaya pag nakikita natin ang ating mga pastor na pumunta sa Boracay, pumunta sa Palawan, i-love nyo nang i-heart nyo nang i-heart. Kasi sinusuportahan natin sa sila sa kanilang Sabbath. And pray for them. Because they need it more than ever. Last point. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Prayer for the nation. In a postmodern era, the truth is already twisted and the people hold on to what they think will make them feel happy. We often hear people say and advise you like, Okay lang yan kung saan ka masaya at wala ka namang tinatapakang tao. Amen? Lagi, lagi tayong ganun. Sounds okay naman, but when you're happy doing all sorts of sinning without compromising others is still rebellion before the Lord. That is why believers must pray for their nations that we can speak about God's word with clarity and boldness as our prayers soften the hearts of those who will hear. The world is so sinful. And Romans 3.23 would say, 
for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Experiencing God also lies on the sharing, the burden to share the goodness to the world so that they will come to know Christ. Paul asks for prayer so God would bestow him wisdom and clarity in sharing the gospel to the lost. He also asked prayer for open doors because he believes in the transformative power of prayer in advancing the kingdom of God. Prayer for the nation is an integral concern and part of the checklist in our respective prayer lives. We are challenged and asked to join in this mission. This tells us that prayer is missional and experiencing God through prayer is a missional journey also. When you pray, kapag tayo nananalangin, we are accomplishing the missional order of God. We devote ourselves to prayer, we pray for our, for our leaders, and we pray for our nations so that their minds and hearts will be open, that as we speak the word to them, they will have clarity and you will have boldness to share the word of the Lord. When that happens, that means that your prayer is anchored and founded in the very power of the Lord. My challenge to you, brothers and sisters, is that you start this lifestyle of prayer with a mind that prays, that prays for the pastors and leaders and mind that is concerned about the salvation of many. Because this is our church. It's all about share Jesus and make disciples. And when you do that, you start experiencing God in your times of prayer. I have one more slide to show. Hindi lang siguro mabasa, but I'll try to read it to you. You can evaluate as an application, you can evaluate yourself in four different areas. Could be almost always, often, occasionally, or almost never. I maintain a servant's role in my prayer ministry. What do you think? I depend on God for wisdom and understanding in my prayer ministry. What do you think? My prayer life reflects my belief in the importance of prayer. I got this from T.W. Hunt's book. I try to read and study the Bible regularly. I memorize the scripture passages that support my prayers. I seek opportunities to share the Word of God with others. I try to keep my life separate from the world by following closer to Christ. Number eight, I endeavor to keep my family and friends growing in faith. Measure yourself. I seek to lead my family and friends to accept Christ as their personal Savior. And number 10, I can see God's blessings in my life. If you are at almost always, that means you have a very good prayer life. Tulungan natin ang ating intercessory group dahil hindi lang sila dapat ang nananalangin para sa church. Amen. Ang nananalangin sa church ay dapat buong simbahan. Hallelujah! Hindi lang sila. And when that happens, the backbone of the church becomes stronger and we can stand in many, many, many more years because we know that the Lord is with us. Palakpa natin ang ating Panginoon. And to distill it, prayer must be a lifestyle.
prayer for the leaders and prayer for the nation. As I call the Levites right now to sing for us a song, I'd like you to evaluate your prayer life as we look into the holiness of the Lord. Tanungin mo yung sarili, tanungin natin ang ating mga sarili. Panginoon, ano po ba yung estado ng buhay ko sa aking buhay panalangin? Sapat po ba ang oras na binibigay ko sa inyo? In the things that I do every day, are you with me always? Am I attributing my life to your goodness? Itanong natin sa ating sarili yan while we sing about the goodness of God about how God, how great is the Lord in dealing with us every single day. Praise the Lord. The Lord connects us, connects with us. If we are praying with a heart that connects to the attributes and nature of God, He is holy. He is righteous. He is full of grace. He is full of love. And if you want that your life is a, will become an effective praying servant of the Lord, you need to have those attributes so that the Lord can connect with us. I'd like to challenge you today. If you want to be filled by God's holiness and you think that you have failed God in your walk with Him, I want you to come to the altar and we will pray for you. If you want to be filled by the grace of God and the love of God so that when you open your mouth, you will start thinking about the people that you care and you want them to be brought into the feet of Christ, come in front. Our leaders, our pastors, will pray for you because these tasks is not only given to the leaders of the church the task of the congregation to lead themselves to prayer and ask for God's guidance ask for God's power so that the ministry could move forward and the mission of the Lord will happen you are a big part of it Kung may pinapanalangin ka at tingin mo parang hindi naman effective Lord yung prayer ko Panginoon ang tagal ko nang pinagpipray Lord yung sakit ko hindi naman wala namang nangyayari Come to the altar We will pray for you Pastors please and elders This is the time for you to commit before the Lord and ask God to Lord I want to be used Father God to pray for your people I want to devote myself Lord to prayer I want to serve you more Father God sometimes I failed you but this time Lord I like to commit myself to be a good and great service before you thank you for those who have come in front I like to end in this manner Ed Jarrett said Think about what prayer is. When I pray and God answers, the course of the whole universe changes. Maybe just a tiny bit. But in prayer,
God allows me to participate in the management of the creation. Very much like parents allowing their young children to help them. Their help is not needed, but it is beneficial for the child's development and help them to become more mature. My prayer, Lord, is that this congregation, Father God, will find you their God and their Savior. That we will devote ourselves in prayer, Father. Even if our prayers are not answers, Lord, we will continue to pray because we know that it is a sign of our reverence and worship and glorify you, your name. I pray, Father God, that you would just touch the hearts of your people right at this very moment. That they will change their mind, Father God, about how they will spend their time with you and build that relationship and intimacy. And by so doing, Father, they will understand your motive in their lives and your intentions. I pray, Father God, for all the sick right now, be healed in Jesus' name. For all who are in need of financial freedom, be free in Jesus' name. For all who have been praying for a child, have it right now in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, that this church will become a catalyst of change, a catalyst of transformation, a catalyst, Father God, where your name alone is lifted up. Holy, holy is your name, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, our King. Hallelujah to you, our God. Hallelujah, Lord. We offer you our praise. We offer you, Father God, our adoration. Oh, God. Come on, church. Praise your God right now. Praise him. Praise him. Give him all. Give him your all. Hallelujah. 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 Can we all rise? Raise our hands. Lift our hands. May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and give you peace and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance and give you His peace as we continue to experience the Lord through our prayer and intercession. In Jesus' name we pray. Shall everyone say Amen, Amen, and Amen. Happy Sunday, everyone. God bless us all.